Hello and welcome to the Jesse and Melva podcast. Let's talk about love and marriage. We are so glad you're here. Do you know how so many couples get so caught in the routine of their daily lives that their relationship loses its spark? Well, we help you get that spark back in the way that sticks. This is the place where you will discover the secrets of happy couples that you can apply to your own relationships. And now, here's Jesse and Melba. Hello, this is Jesse Johnson. And this is Melba. Thomas Johnson, welcome back. We are scheduled today to talk about children and parenting, one of the ten common problems in relationships. Mm-hmm. However, today we're going to be actually talking about uh, affairs, and the next show will be dealing with children. So um, we're glad that you joined us. If you've missed any of our previous shows, we invite you to go to our blog site to any of any particular interest that you might have. So. We have recently written a series of articles on affairs, and they can be found on the archives section on our website. So we invite you to review them because there's a lot more about the subject in those articles than we can cover in this radio show. You know, Melva, it seems as though every few days we're getting reports from uh, celebrities um, who have been caught cheating uh, on their wives, and you know, it it makes you question whether or not marriage is really important anymore. Uh, We're being flooded, of course, with TV stories of quite prominent, well-respected, successful, many of them older men who are having affairs with younger women. You know, and it includes politicians, ministers, priests, and businessmen, you know, just to name a a few. The disclosures are shocking. Um, They leave us asking the question, why would such men risk everything? their marriages, their families, their reputations, their careers, their money, and their status, to have an extramarital affair with another woman, especially if she's a younger woman. You know, what could they be thinking? So based upon our experience as a marriage counselor, we'll attempt to answer that question uh, for you by sharing what we've seen as a typical progression of steps leading to extramarital affairs. Many of these steps, to some degree or another, have been rather common among those who have been caught having an affair. We probably need to mention that it's not just men having affairs, there are women having affairs as well. That's true. We're going to get to that a little later, too. Yeah. Okay. Then let's talk about uh, the fact that most affairs don't start out that way. Most affairs, regardless of the ages of those involved, often start in the workplace between people who spend lots of time together. We even saw recently that sometimes they start on the playground. Yeah, that's true. Especially if uh, <clears throat> the father is a stay-at-home dad. Mm-hmm. That's Often they start off rather innocently by a desire of coworkers to be helpful and supportive to each other. There may be some kind of attraction that they may or may not be aware of. One or both may be rather naive, believing that their conversations are more innocent and failing to realize what's really going on. You know, Melba, far too often both bring certain vulnerabilities to these conversations that in time may develop into a real problem relationship. You know, if, for example, one of them is single, uh, that person may bring their sense of loneliness and an intense desire for companionship into the situation. Or if the other is married, or they both might be married for that matter. They could be male or female. They may bring the pain of a failing marriage along 
with a number of unmet needs that are not being fulfilled at home. So when you have these two things converge, the two people involved are headed for a lot of trouble. And the more time they spend together, the more pleasure they experience being together. You know, they laugh, they talk, they share, they empathize with each other, you know, and, um, uh, and you know, are very supportive of each other. Before they realize it, they're emotionally bonded what has been called an emotional affair, which may, in time, may become sexual. You know, they know what they're doing is wrong. They know that their affair is not likely to produce any kind of positive outcome either. Yet, they seem to be compelled to keep the relationship going, being aware of the risk that they're taking with every secret encounter. No matter how careful they may attempt to be, sooner or later the affair is discovered and they must regretfully face the consequences of their behavior. Bad news. Yes. This is one type of situation that results in an affair. There's also the man, and most often it is men or it's the men that we hear about, who has an almost insatiable appetite for women, as many as he can have. Some are married, others are single. Society rather expects single men to have their fling, but not married men. We call these men serial cheaters because, like addicts, they don't seem to be able to stop their addictive behavior. In the case of the serial cheater, his addiction is his, comp- his compulsion to sleep around with as many women as possible. Well, you know, the other thing about the serial cheater, Melba, is that these men are very skillful in their seduction of women. You know, they're quite careful in their selections of the women they target for an affair. The women that are often lonely, suffer from low self-esteem, and are desperate for a relationship. He goes after them tenaciously. He knows how to approach them, what to wear, what to say, what lies to tell, and how to take advantage of a woman's vulnerability. And even though she may be uh, aware that he's not being completely honest, she may be so desperate for love, affection, and attention that she'll discount his dishonesty and may even make excuses for his deceit in order to keep the relationship going. And, of course, we talk about this as, as, you know, men who are serial cheaters because typically it has been men, probably a greater proportion of men who are serial cheaters than women, but there are women also who are serial cheaters too. We'll That's talk true. about that more, too, later. Yeah. Um, so uh, before we get to that part, we'll probably mention something about the wives of serial cheaters. Mm-hmm. Um, they tend to be almost totally dependent on him financially and or emotionally or both. He is able to manipulate and control her. Now, she may be aware of his exploits, but be incapable of doing much about it except to complain. He may promise to do better, end his wandering ways, and may even agree to go to counseling. He will do and say almost anything in an attempt to convince his wife that he's trying to do better while actually continuing his extramarital relationship. You know, a marriage involving a serial cheater, Melba, I know you'd agree with this, is considerably more difficult to correct because the man's continuous pattern of deceit. At some point... Eventually, the wife may grow tired enough to end the masquerade. Hopefully, she will grow from the experience so 
she can create a healthy and meaningful relationship in the future. The stories of women whose husbands have been caught having affairs, often with younger women, strikes a bitter note in the hearts of all women. The question that women often ask is, how could this happen to me? They want to know things like, after devoting years to this man, having his kids, cleaning his house, washing his clothes, cooking his food, being a good mother, putting up with a lot of stuff that, you know, they didn't like, helping to pay bills and making uh, more sacrifices than he even realizes, how could he or any man be so disrespectful to his wife or girlfriend that he would cheat on her? Is this to be my fate? Will I have to endure the public humiliation of friends and family, knowing that my husband has been cheating on me with another woman? I mean, those are all kinds of questions, I think, that many women ask. You know that better than I do, though, but those are the ones I've heard from women. Absolutely, absolutely. And to add to that, being cheated on is a devastating experience for any woman of any age, but it's even more traumatic for the older woman. She realizes that she's aging each time she sees herself in the mirror, and she wonders whether or not her husband sees her as desirable as she once was. Her worst fear is that he doesn't. She's gotten older. The stress and strain of career, being a wife, mother, and doing whatever was needed or required for her husband and her family has taken a tremendous toll on her physically, mentally, and emotionally. Now, at this stage in her life, her desire has been that the two of them would grow old together and bask in the fountain fond memories of a life filled with many happy moments. It was never her intent at this stage in her life to be dealing with an unfaithful husband who's been fooling around with a younger woman, or even a woman of his own age. Mm -hmm. To say that she is devastated, angry, hurt, overwhelmed, and humiliated is an understatement. She's all that and more. Often the wife is completely blindsided by the affair. It was completely unexpected, so they weren't prepared. They didn't think for one moment that their husband would ever cheat on them. They believed that they were good wives and mothers and that he would be faithful. So she's done that and worked hard at it. She's likely to be the first to admit that over the years there have been problems, but she saw them as minor. They were manageable, not too serious, to be overly concerned about. Mm. Yeah. That's what she was thinking. Yes. And I think, uh, yeah, I think a lot of women think that. You know, mm-hmm. they kind of go unconscious. I mean, they see the signs and then they ignore them. Right. But at some point, the signs and the the truth is going to be found out. Um, and of course, once the affair has been discovered, then a great many women immediately start thinking about themselves and asking questions about, you know, whether or not the marriage was as solid as she thought it was. Did she miss something? Was she just fooling herself? Uh, did her husband at some point fall out of love with her? Was there something that, you know, she could have done or needed to have done that she wasn't doing to keep his interest and so on? Uh, did he desire being with another woman, a younger woman, or any woman, because the spark they once had just wasn't there uh, anymore for him? Uh, she has a lot of very important questions that she must answer in deciding what to do. How should she respond? How can she regain her self-respect? Now, in other instances, um, 
Well, you know, the wife has known for some time that their marriage has had problems. You know, they don't have their head in the sand. They know that the problems are serious. And she may have pleaded at times with her husband to go to marriage counseling, but he refused, you know, perhaps saying it wasn't needed or offering some uh, list of reasons why he didn't think it was a good idea. And in some cases, some men just say no, absolutely not. Sometimes it's because of the husband's pride that he refuses to go to counseling. A lot of men are embarrassed having to disclose that their wives are not happy in their marriages and that they need help to stay together. That's an awful lot for a lot of men to swallow. And some men just don't want to give up that life. No, they don't. They want to have their cake and eat it, too. That is also true. That's also true. Now, if the husband is prominent in some way, it can even be harder to get him to take advantage of help that's available. Uh, Many are fearful that the fact uh, that they are going to marriage counseling will be exposed and that they may uh, be faced to answer questions publicly about it so they're not willing to take the risk. And some are just arrogant. Yes. When I think about the politicians that we have seen um, in the media who only became somewhat humble, if they did, it was only because they got caught. Mm-hmm. You know, so they had um, no intention, as I see it, to do anything different from what they were doing. Because if they could get away with it forever, they would have. Right. That's very true. But for those who uh, may be prominent and who, um, would, where confidentiality is really uh, extremely important, these would be politicians or, mm-hmm. or judges or uh, people who are law enforcement or um, uh, physicians or clergy or whatever. Entertainers. Entertainers. You know, over the years now, we have gone the extra mile to protect the confidentiality and privacy of those people. You know, we're even willing to go to their home if necessary in order to support them and and help them work through their relationships so they don't have to come to our office and have to walk through, you know, our office where other people might see them and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So we find ways to be able to support people. Our goal is to reduce the level of stress and conflict in these marriages and enable couples to have happier and more successful uh, relationships. And a sad and troubling situation that we sometimes experience is a call from a wife who is extremely distraught over her marriage. So upset, in fact, that it's difficult for her to talk because, excuse me, she's so upset. Sometimes they will not give their names because they're embarrassed and or attempting to protect their husband, even at their own expense. These women are frustrated, angry, sad, depressed, and feel completely hopeless in being able to change the situation in their marriage. We attempt to make time to just listen and offer support for whatever few minutes we might have available. And that really is sad, you know, have to face um, uh, women who are so emotionally distraught. And, of course, a part of what women typically are doing during that time, too, is trying to make a decision about whether to stay with a cheating husband uh, or go. And it's a decision that a lot of women have to face. You know, there are millions of marriages each year that are touched by infidelity. It's, it's estimated that one in every three American couples face the impact of cheating. That means that nearly a third of all marriages are affected. That's a, a lot. lot of cheating going on. A lot. Okay? Uh, not all the cheating is being done by men. 
and this is what you were saying earlier, Melvin, women also cheat, but not usually to the same degree that men do. However, the rate of women cheating appears to be increasing. But you know what? If a man is cheating, if he's not cheating with another man, then he's cheating with a, a, a woman. Right. That's true. So women are cheating too. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, I think my math was right. Okay, go ahead. Yes, you're right. In marriages where the husband has cheated, the wife must decide whether to stay in the marriage or leave it. Her decision is influenced by her husband's response to having been caught. If he is sincerely remorseful, and many men are, and is able to convince the wife that he still loves her and wants to be with her and is willing to do whatever is required to repair the marriage, including ending the affair and going to counseling, for example, she is more likely to attempt to forgive him and work to repair the marriage. However, though, she, if she doesn't believe him, isn't convinced that he can be trusted, he does not demonstrate to her satisfaction that he really wants her or the marriage and continues to cheat and lie about it and is not willing to make a conscientious effort to repair the marriage, she is more likely to leave. That's true. That's true. <clears throat> and some men believe that they can fool their wives into believing that they have ended an affair when they haven't. We've seen that a lot, a lot, a lot. A lot. From our experience, the wife is rarely, if ever, fooled. I agree with that, too. Some women will use every means possible to determine if her suspicions are true. She needs to know the truth to protect herself. Often she doesn't have to look too hard to find the proof she needs because the average husband leaves evidence that he's not even aware of. Ooh, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wives will sometimes wait for the appropriate moment to disclose and act on what she knows. So our advice to men is this. If you think you can continue to cheat and get away with it without your wife knowing, forget it. If you really want the marriage, you must end the affair right now. And no sneaking back every now and then. End it completely and finally. If you're a girlfriend and you've become aware that your husband or man is having an affair, you need to make a decision about how to handle it. Do you stay or do you go? We don't envy the decision you have to make. It's a very personal one requiring that you take a host of things into consideration in making your decision. There are no one-choice-fits-all situations. As we stated earlier, a lot has to do with the sincerity and commitment of your mate to fix the marriage and do what is required to make that happen. So meaning, um, meaning not just asking for forgiveness and it's over. There are amends to be made. Yes. Mean, meaning consistent behaviors over and over for whatever period of time it takes to build that trust back. That's true. The ideal situation is for both uh, the husband and the wife or the man and the girlfriend to get marriage counseling or relationship counseling together. And sometimes, you know, that's not possible, as I said earlier, because of the husband or the man's refusal. If you find yourself in one of these situations, we recommend that you, if you can't get him to go, to counseling, that you go on your own for yourself. You are entitled to having this kind of support. 
know, counseling can uh, might be able to help you to uh, come up with some new strategies for dealing more effectively in your relationship. And you can also learn better ways to communicate and resolve conflicts. Uh, you can help. Um, um, it can help you think through your options so that you might ha- not have thought of before or even considered. So you have a great deal to gain by working on your relationship by yourself. And it's likely to have a positive impact on relationship as well. I said likely. It doesn't always, but many times it does. Mm-hmm. That's true. In spite of the fact that nearly 40% of marriages in the U.S. are touched by cheating, that means 60% are not. 60%. We think that this is an important fact. Some have said that everybody cheats. That's absolutely not true. In fact, the majority of people don't cheat. And another uh, myth that we'd like to refute, based upon our 33 years of professional experience as marriage counselors, is the fact that the overwhelming majority of men prefer being faithful to and having sex with their wives. Now, this might be of some surprise to women, but it's the absolute truth. In it many, is. huh? Yep. Yeah. In many cases, I know it's, I know that there are a lot of women who think otherwise, but the majority of men, men, and I happen to be a man, so I can speak authoritatively on that and talk to a lot of men. The overwhelming majority of men really want to be faithful to their wives. Uh, in many cases, it is the woman who is not responsive sexually to her husband for a variety of reasons. You know, one reason often uh, the women give is that they're tired, and that is true. Women, you know, many women are working uh, full-time jobs. They're taking care of the kids. They're cleaning the house. They're cooking food. They're washing clothes. They're doing all those kinds of things, and so they're tired. Um, and many women would really appreciate the husband uh, giving them a hand by, you know, taking care of some of the household chores and the kids and, you know, uh, finishing household projects and some of those kinds of things so that she's not so worn out and that, you know, she might be more willing to be responsive to him. Or they can hire some help. That's awesome. Some of the stuff, too. Mm-hmm. In many instances, what's really going on is that both the husband and wife are actually into an unconscious, passive-aggressive way of relating. The premise is that if you won't give me what I want when I ask for it, I'm not going to give you what you want when you ask for it. The result is that neither spouse gets what they want from the other. And until that pattern is disrupted, the physical and emotional disconnection will remain between them. Mm, yeah. It may also come as a surprise to some women that many men are really lonely in their marriages. You know, um, it has been reported by you know some women of the evening that some men who pay for their services do not have sex with them. That basically all they all the men want to do is to have someone to talk to, and um, you know that's that's pretty sad. Um, you know many men just miss that kind of relationship that they had with their wives when they first met, where there was a lot of talking and sharing and fun and sex and real connection. It was because of the level of that connection that they fell in love. Now those romantic days seem like a distant memory. That's true. Um, women should also be aware that some husbands are desperate for someone to listen to and talk to them. The workplace affords the best opportunity to engage in conversations. You know, the water cooler. Mm-hmm. Um, and because women are usually better conversationalists than men, it is the women at work that many men find to talk to. 
These conversations usually begin around work-related issues. By the time, but in time, they may lead to more personal conversations. Once the line is crossed from work to personal, the two may be headed for trouble. To demonstrate how desperate some men are for someone to talk to, prostitutes, like Jesse just said, often report that many of their male customers do not have sex with them, that some men pay just to talk. This may be difficult for some wives to believe, but it appears to be true, as Jesse just said. This is the extent that men will go through just to have uh, someone to talk to. It is also commonly believed by many women that men can have sex at a moment's notice, and this is also not true. Just as women are impacted by fighting, arguing, and emotional turmoil going on in the marriage, men are also impacted by it. A husband might be looking forward to coming home and having a wonderful evening, a stress-free evening, romantic evening with his wife, but when he gets home, if there's a lot of complaining and uh, conflict and that kind of thing, uh, you know, he may not be, uh, that he may lose his interest in wanting to be romantic and that kind of thing. So um, uh, that's that's another important factor as well. Yeah. The woman who is scorned by, who is scorned the most by women is the other woman. It's because one very important reason. The other woman, most likely, knows that the man she's dating is married. Yet, in spite of it, she has made a conscious decision to do it anyway. There are times when the other woman has been duped by a cheating husband. He's the man who claims to be single, but actually is married and or in a committed relationship. We used to see that a lot when we used to hang out with her son, mm-hmm. the musician. At least his wife or girlfriend thinks so. And, most often, once the other woman becomes aware of his deceit, she's likely to be so deeply hurt that she's ready to send him packing. Over our 33 years of professional experience as marriage counselors, we have identified four primary types of the other women. The four are, number one, the young and gullible other woman. Number two, the vulnerable other woman. Number three, the preference for married men other woman. And four, the serial cheating other woman. Well, we have a lot more that we can share, Melba, but um, we need to make a decision here now. I think we're going to have to um, uh, move on. I, I think really that most women prefer to be in a relationship with a man who is committed to them and their relationship. You know, I think one of the greatest fears that many uh, women have is that their man will cheat and uh, bring home some kind of venereal disease. And therefore, it's really important that women make it quite clear to men that they will not tolerate cheating, that they will be faithful to him and demand that he also be faithful. And I'll also mention, too, that I think sometimes it's easier. This is not true all the time, and I don't mean to give anybody an out. But I think sometimes it's easier for women to forgive their husbands for cheating than it is for a man to forgive his wife for cheating. Uh, there is a double standard there, and that's uh, that's unfortunate, but often that is true. So, I, I think we're gonna, I think we're going to um, I, I think I'll add one more thing before we end, and that is, those who find it difficult to remain faithful may suffer from a form of sexual addiction 
that can be overcome with consistent professional help. Addictive behaviors don't have to involve an actual relationship. Telephone sex, Internet porn sites and chat rooms and the X-rated videos, none of which is necessarily harmful, can all lead to excessive indulgence. And when an individual prefers those kinds of sexual gratification, there's a problem that both partners need to address. Right. So just before we end... Mm -hmm. Um, to repair the relationship, to repair the relationship, it's really essential that the unfaithful party understand the depths of their partner's humiliation and feelings of betrayal. Straying partners shouldn't try to justify their behavior, or minimize its impact, or blame anyone else for their actions. Only by understanding and having compassion for your partner's pain can you both begin to rebuild your relationship. Yeah, we have a lot more to say, but uh, just about time. I want to thank you again for listening. We'd like to hear from us, from you. Drop us an email with your questions or comments. This is Jesse Johnson. And Melva Thomas Johnson. Thank you so much for listening. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Jesse and Melva podcast, Let's Talk About Love and Marriage, where we help you get that spark back in your relationship. Don't forget to subscribe, share, and listen to all of our shows. We post new shows every week, and we want to help each of your relationships. You can receive even more great information from successful couples by visiting our Facebook group, Tips for Success in Love, Marriage, and Life. It's easy. Just search for Tips for Success in Love, Marriage, and Life at Facebook.com. Also, don't forget to follow us on social media. See you next time.